Hey guys, it's Megan. You may have noticed that we did not have a new episode last week. It wasn't planned that way, but Kara's coffee shop opened and it was thankfully super, super slammed, but just so much busier (laughs) than we had anticipated. So we weren't able to record last week. And then this week I got COVID, so we were unable to record again. So we thought that we would release one of our favorite Patreon episodes. This is an older one for those of you who are on the Patreon. It's one that came out in 2022 about Leonardo Cianciulli, which we are all 100% sure I'm pronouncing correctly, the soap maker of Correggio. Enjoy. Patreon time. Hey, Patreon listeners. I am here with the story that you guys voted on. Heck yeah. Oh, I need to put mine out. As always, I'm excited that you guys picked this one. (laughs) It's always funny. Like, I'll get, I always give three options, but then I always do have one in my mind. I'm like, oh. (laughs) And you guys come through every time. Oh, good. All right. Okay, buckle up. By the way, which is Magic Murder Mystery Podcast. Kara. Patreon. This is Megan. (laughs) So you guys know that I don't usually get into serial killers unless there's just something particularly interesting right. about the case. Right. I did the Cleveland Strangler because I really wanted to talk about the victims. Yes. And in this episode, this time, I'm just more fascinated by the fact that the serial killer is female. Oh, And she did some very bizarre things. Okay. So. Um, savory It's things. not going to be nearly as, like, emotional uh-huh. as the Cleveland Strangler. <laughs> okay so let's just get into it let's do it okay oh man italian (laughs) also it happens in italy all the names are a problem no i just don't say them and what and by that i mean i am a problem the names are perfect beautiful uh leonardo (laughs) (laughs) this is about little known fact leonardo da vinci was a female serial killer You heard it here first. <laughs> Tell your friends. Tell them all. Go to TikTok. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Leonardo 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 Cianciulli Cianciulli was bored in southern Italy in 1894. Okay. As a young girl, she um, attempted suicide mm. twice, which I'm just like, oh, what? Yeah. What yeah, was going on? Something. Yeah. And that is literally all I know. All I know from I tried so hard to figure out the reasons yes no, everybody mentions that it happened but no one mentions it's a mystery why yeah because back then you don't talk about it no we don't talk about them. No, no. when she grew older her mother planned to have her marry a certain man oh fun but leonardo married someone else oh good for her mm-hmm. when she was around 23 years old she married rafael mm-hmm. pensardi Oh, Raphael Pensardi. Yeah, perfect. just like Luigi and Super yeah. Mario Brothers. That's yeah. what I was going for. Uh huh. I love that. Actually, you did really good. It reminds me of. Um, I love the show on Netflix, The Chef's Table. I think I've mentioned this before, mm-hmm. but there's this one, and he did like a new thing with like um, ravioli and like all this stuff, and he comes from Modena. And every time, like somebody's oh. like, "Oh, this cheese is from wherever," and I'm like, "That's Modena. <laughs> it's Modena. Modena. I know." <laughs> okay, so. Since she married someone who was not the man her mother wanted her mm-hmm. to marry, this, according to Leonardo, is when her mother cursed them. Oh, mm-hmm. her mom was a witch. 
Well, that's all. Again, that's all we know. That's all we know. But okay. it makes me think if she feels like her mother cursed her, that there's some kind of awful family situation oh, going on. yeah. With the suicide attempts, yeah. you know. Pure speculation. Right. Um, Allegedly. Four years later, Leonardo and Raphael moved to Raphael's hometown, okay. and Leonardo wound up in prison for fraud in 1927. Oh. Again, that's all I know. <laughs> no more details. I don't. In case you're like, Megan. Give You're us not some, doing your research. Listen, I'm doing info. my research. Give us some info. <laughs> I'm like, fraud for what? Yeah. Doesn't matter. We don't Apparently. Know. When she got out of prison, the couple moved again, and the home they lived in mm-hmm. was destroyed by an earthquake. Oh, my gosh. They yes. just have the worst luck. So they moved one last time Jeez. to uh-huh. Reggio, Ooh. Reggio Emilia, which sounds like a name, Reggio. but it's a Parmigiano, <laughs> Reggiano, Ravano. Uh-huh. This is where Leonardo opened a small shop selling soaps. Oh. And people who knew her liked her. And they were like, she's, you know, she's described as popular and well-respected among her neighbors. Buff City Soap. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Also, little known fact, mm-hmm. Buff City Soaps started out as, as Leonardo's uh, soaps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a terrible marketing campaign when you hear the rest of the story. Oh, gosh dang it. Okay. Is Buff City Soaps everywhere? I think so, but I went in there to get the girls some Easter stuff, and I really like it, actually. It smells so good. It's incredible. Good. If you've yeah. never been to Buff City Soaps, my gosh. You they have all the things. Uh, okay, so I just gave you a whole lot of information yeah. in those so first two paragraphs. Literally, yeah. so I literally your soap. <laughs> <laughs> so while she was married, Leonardo became pregnant 17 times. Oh. So soak that in, too. Oh. hmm Yeah. Like, delivered 17 or just... Well, okay. Of the 17 pregnancies, three ended in miscarriage and 10 died while very young. This left her with four surviving children. And as you can imagine, wow. she was like fiercely protective of oh, the, those of like course. her four. Yeah. So here's the thing. Okay. Leonardo had something in common with me and you. She <laughs> likes witchy stuff. Oh, great. She had visited a fortune teller before she got oh. married. And that fortune teller had said, You're going to marry and have children. But all of your children will die young. All. Yeah. So she's like, yeah, uh, I've I can't four. imagine. Yeah. On top of that, um, in a separate occasion, a palm reader had looked at her palms and was like, in your right hand, I see prison. In your left, a criminal asylum. So no oh. good news. Oh. No good news anywhere. Oh. So <laughs> let's stop and think about all of this together. Yes. So for one, 17 pregnancies and only four That's surviving. Okay. So she's thinking back on that fortune teller and thinking, well, that's been pretty accurate. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then with the palm reading, she did go to prison for that fraud. Right. So part of me is like, I wonder if she saw the criminal asylum thing as As almost like a foregone conclusion. mm -hmm. Like, well, that's going to happen too. I don't know when or how, but clearly that's coming. Here it is. Which kind of just makes this like, for me and you, if someone said you're going to be in a criminal asylum, we'd be like, okay. (laughs) No. But for her, because these other things that she just through, accepted it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a door is open uh-huh. that you wouldn't think of. Right. And another thing, remember the curse that she yeah. said her mom, her mom placed put on her? her? Yeah. So she got married, went to prison, moved to a new place where they lost everything in an earthquake, had three miscarriages Jesus. and lost 10 children. My gosh. So if you're Leonardo, uh-huh. you would also be like, of course I'm cursed. Right. There's no other explanation. <laughs> right. Yeah. For this. And that also just gives further credence to the other uh-huh. wishy stuff. So like. I'm trying to explain, you know, the context of it. So it's right. like, here is why she um, gets to this point. Like, she believes yeah. all of this socially, yeah. right? Now, 
Leonardo's oldest son was named Giuseppe. Oh. He was also her favorite. <laughs> of course. And in 1939, I know, Giuseppe planned to join the Italian army mm. and fight in World War II. Was which we keep that? talking about World War II. I know. Was he the one that saved World War II? No. No. He did not. He was okay. not that one. Okay. She's fiercely protective and has the fortune teller's words in her head and is like, oh my God, Giuseppe is going to die young. He's going <gasps> to war. Oh. You know? Yeah. And to her, it's not even like a possibility. It's, it's like. It's just happening. This is going to happen. Yeah. Look at everything else. Yeah. How would you deal with this, Kara? If I had her mind set, I wouldn't let him go. I'd make him go AWOL. <laughs> the woman has been through 17 pregnancies, three miscarriages, and the deaths of 10 of her children. And then her favorite is leaving. She is not well. No. I'm sure her hormones are a wreck. Just through the roof. She's been through an incredible amount of trauma. Right. And it wouldn't be surprising if she has, like, clinical depression. What do you think her husband's just sitting there thinking? Oh, who knows? He's probably who like, knows? I love her. <laughs> She's crazy, but I love her. I love her. That's feel like that's what everybody thinks about me, too. She's crazy, but I love her. So, like I said, it wouldn't be surprising. Obviously, she wasn't diagnosed with anything. Right. If she had clinical depression or some some form of anxiety, it'd be like, yeah. Well, and also, she had 17 pregnancies. Postpartum depression probably lasted her whole entire life. Her hormones have got to be completely messed up. So, Psychology Today has this article that references studies that show associations between superstitious beliefs Uh And a wide range of psychological issues, such as anxiety, depression, poor personality functioning, Mm -hmm. and even more severe problems like obsessive compulsive disorder and schizophrenia. Okay. So in the article, the author is like, so does my belief in superstitions cause me to have anxiety? Right. Or does my anxiety cause me to believe in superstitions? And that's kind of like, it's a really interesting article. Yeah. Sources, as always, are in the show notes if you guys want to look it up. So I'm pulling this directly from the article. Okay, here's a quote. A superstition is the belief that specific actions will directly influence an outcome in ways that go against scientific knowledge or logical procession. It is, in effect, seeing the illusion of correlation between two phenomena that are, in fact, not correlated. Ultimately, the purpose of superstitious behavior or thought is to either avoid an undesirable outcome or cause a desirable one. Mm -hmm. So that's the end of the quote. Yes. I just didn't think I would be able to reword that in any way that would be any better. Yeah. So basically, the article concludes that when you feel you have no control Mm -hmm. over a situation, a superstition helps you feel like you have some degree of control. Right. If I wear these socks, Mm -hmm. my team's going to win. Yep. Sort of thing. Oh, yeah. So if you have already have anxiety, doing something that makes you feel like you have some control over Uh it, it's... Even if it's more appealing. A situation that's bigger than you could ever control. Yeah, like your son going to war. Yes. There's nothing you can do. Right. So, I mean, aside from forcing him to go AWOL, which yeah, is what Carrie would do. Yeah. Bo Bo- Bergdahl would. <laughs> so, that's another good one we should do. For Leonardo, it's more like this. I've been told all my children will die young. I've seen this come true over and over. Mm-hmm. Now my oldest and favorite child is going to war. How will I make sure he doesn't die? She goes to war in sacrifice. Oh, she Mulan's and goes to war with him, but no No, human sacrifice. Okay. Human sacrifice. She's going to just kill him anyways. I have to kill people so Uh, that my son will live. Oh, okay. Um, Yeah. You can see that, right? No, that was actually where I was going next. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Mulan. Mulan, Human sacrifice. Human sacrifice. Mulan. I, yeah. So, no one knows exactly how she came to this conclusion. 
no one else is in the room where it happened, mm. you know? Yeah. The church, obviously. Was still just like, I love her. I love her. <laughs> I love her. Um, the church obviously forbade human sacrifice. Well, yeah. Abomination. <laughs> just so we're clear. Jesus the said Catholic no. The Catholic church was like, don't do that. Jesus said no. And there wasn't any Romani belief or superstition that encouraged human sacrifice. Oh, okay. So I so guess. She just came up with it on her own. Yeah. We're never really going to know. How Leonardo decided that this, this is what I got to do. This is To keep Giuseppe safe, but here we are. Here we are. So apparently, Leonardo did a little fortune telling herself. Okay. And that's why sometimes people would come to her home to seek advice. Oh, gotcha. All of these names, you guys. Oh, just get beautiful. A woman named Faustina Setti Mm -hmm. came to Leonardo to ask for help finding a husband. Oh. They were like, she's a spinster. She was like in her early 30s. (laughs) I was like, oh, God. She's bookish. In 1930s and everybody's just like, she's a spinster. She's never. She's wasted her life. Kara. Yes, Megan. I have been seeing all over TikTok these hair straighteners. Ever since I got my hair cut, I still feel like I'm learning how to do my hair all over mm-hmm. again. Let me tell you, I have found one that works really well. It's um, from Tymo. Uh-huh. T-Y-M-O. Yes. And it is the company for getting the best type of straightener for everything your hair could possibly need. It's all over social media right now with products from $59.99 to top of the line straighteners. Each of their products are built to last and have so many options for whatever your hair needs are. So Karen and I received a couple of the products. Oh we gosh. got a so straightener and a blow dryer. Yeah. So I'm going to talk about the straightener because that's the one that I have used. It has a cordless design, which makes it so right. handy. You traveled with it. Yes. So it's great for getting a good hair reset on the go because it's so portable and convenient. It's called the Porta. It has this 3D comb design, which is enhanced by cutting edge MCH anionic technology. So you brush it through your hair, it straightens as it goes, and it pushes against this ceramic plate that gives a frictionless glide that promises to curb frizz by 50%. And I've totally seen that because my hair gets frizzy and this just really smooths it out. I really loved it. Okay, so I got the air hype. I'm obsessed with it. I have just like naturally curly wavy hair so it was a huge game changer for me it dries your hair in half the normal time and it keeps your hair safe and shiny which i noticed immediately Mm -hmm. i didn't even need to straighten it afterwards and usually i do because usually i have all those wild like curls left over the wind power on this thing is intense it's wild like i turned it up i was like let's play with these buttons okay so it has three magnetic styling attachments they're all amazing you know how some blow dryers you get are like if you go to a hotel and there's a diffuser and you're like oh my gosh this is like tearing my hair to pieces and it's right. gonna be so tangled not with this one nice. and it's magnetic so it's great so right now you guys our listeners can get 30 percent off their first order at timobeauty.com t-y-m-o beauty.com using the code WMM30. So that's just two M's. You guys know our codes usually have three. So just keep that in mind. So with so many great products to choose from, now's the time to upgrade your styling and curling kit. So go to tymobeauty.com and use the code WMM30 for 30% off your first purchase. Goodbye. Goodbye. So Leonardo was like, hey, I have the perfect man for you. But tell no one. Mm-hmm. here's what I want you to do. I want you to go ahead and write some letters and postcards to your friends and family, but don't mail them yet. Oh. You're going to go to Pola. That's where your future husband lives. Uh-huh. And then when you get there, then mail them to tell everyone that everything is fine. Mm. And Faustina is like, I am finally going to get a husband. I will do whatever you say. Perfect. So just before leaving for Pola, Faustina stops by to see Leonardo one last time. And that's when she has the letters in hand. Here's what Leonardo said about it in her own Bless you and your travels. 
No. Okay. She said, while my victim was drinking an elixir I had prepared, Hmm. I got an axe, placed myself behind my victim, and summoning my strength, struck the back of her neck. (laughs) A rattle, nothing else. It was a master stroke that almost beheaded her. A master stroke. Yeah, she's very proud of it. Wow. What? She then dragged Faustina's lifeless body into a closet where she cut it into nine parts. I'm sorry. Collecting all the blood in a basin. Mm. Do you want to know what happened next? She drank it. No. Oh. (laughs) But it's... She bathed It's not better. Elizabeth Bathory? There's no good way. No? Okay. So again... I'm going to let Leonardo tell you right from her official statement. Please do. I threw the pieces into a pot. Oh, no. Added seven kilos of caustic soda. No. Which I had bought to make soap. Oh, did she? And stirred the mixture until the pieces dissolved in a thick, dark mush (laughs) that I poured into several buckets and emptied in a nearby septic tank. As for the blood in the basin... I waited until it had coagulated, uh-huh. dried it in the oven. Now listen, <laughs> why does she do this? People jerky? Wait. It's just the blood. Okay. So the blood coagulates. Coagulate. Yeah, she yeah. dries it in the oven, okay. grounds it. I'm sweating. <laughs> mixes it with flour, sugar, chocolate, nope. milk, <gasps> and eggs. No. As well as a bit of margarine. She made a cake? Uh-huh. I made lots of crunchy tea cakes and served them to the ladies who came to visit. Sweeney Todd, is that you? With your people pies? Giuseppe and I also ate them. <gasps> Why? Why? Like, she took the rest of the body and put it in the septic tank. Why does she do this different? Like, that is something, like, she She's on chose, another level. I want to drink their blood. Yeah, I, I, I want, want to feed it. her blood to other people. <sighs> Why? Also, you would think that if this woman was like a spinster and didn't have anything good going for her life, why would you want to put that in your body? Oh, good point. Yeah. There's lots of things wrong. There's a lot. Of, that's the Let's just add that to the list. <laughs> Leonardo, honey, the oh, energy man. you're taking in there is all wrong. So there's that. Uh, Leonardo <laughs> also received all of Faustina's life savings as a payment for finding the husband and all. Oh. None of, none of that was real, but. Right, right. Next, Francesca Soavi mm-hmm. comes to Leonardo looking for help finding a job. Oh, okay. And Leonardo's like, oh my God, I have, I the, have perfect the perfect job. job for you. Yeah, here we go. You're going to work at a girl's school in another city. Perfect. That no one knows how to say this town. It. Go ahead and write some letters and postcards yeah. to your friends and family, letting them know your plans, but don't say anything yet wait till you get to your new job and then mail those letters just before leaving for her exciting new job she stopped by to see her she stopped by to see me oh yeah i just really appreciate all you've done for me you can probably guess what happens here's a tea cake what do you oh no what do you think she gives her an elixir and cheers this with her and says goodbye She did the exact same thing. What? To Francesca. Is that axe not getting dull yet? she had done the Faustina. I don't know. Maybe she sharpens it. Oh, God. I don't want to think a lot about it. Did she make tea cakes out of her, too? Mm-hmm. No. Leonardo's third and final victim. Oh, God. Oh God was oh God. Virginia Cacioppo. Mm-hmm. Cacioppo. I'm not sure. Cacioppo. Starts the C. 
who had also needed help finding employment. Oh, wow. And Leonardo was like, I found a great job for you as a secretary in Florence. Mm. See how easy Florence is to Florence say. Florence is so easy. I'm just really happy about that. Yeah. Thank last, you. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you for that, yeah. Italians. Mm-hmm. So like Faustina and Francesca, Virginia, also really easy to say. Yeah, really easy. Was told to tell no one of where she was going. Okay, great. She came to see Leonardo one last time. They all just got to stop by. They got to tell her things. Um, before leaving for Florence. Yeah. And she died in the exact same way. But this time, oh. there's something different. Mm. Okay. Virginia's body. She, she lives. Was, she comes back. Was melted down. No. To make no. soap. She no. Made soap. <laughs> no. She, she bathes with her. Here's she what Leonardo washes her said. body with that. Here's what Leonardo said in her official statement. No. I'm like clutching. Yeah. Karen's shirt. Um, is my best picture is a button. I'm like, I can't make straight right now. My palms are so Palms are sweaty. Oh, God. I'm going to up here and here again. Oh, God. Okay. Here's what Leonardo said in her official statement. Nope. 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 Talking about Virginia. Mm-mm. She ended up in the pot oh like the God. other two. Did she cut? I'm assuming she cut her into pieces. Yeah. She Blood did the same thing with okay. nine. Her flesh was fat and white. When it had melted, I added a bottle of cologne. And after a long time on the boil, I was able to make some most acceptable creamy soap. I gave bars to neighbors and acquaintances. The cakes, too, were better. That woman was really sweet. Huh? Bobby. What? Yeah. Why? Did the bones just dissolve? Like, how did she... Did she debone her? Well, remember in the other one, she talked about in her first statement. Let's go look at it again, guys. Let's rehash Let's relive it. She adds the soda Uh and stirs the mixture until the pieces dissolve Dissolve. in a thick, dark mush. Okay, so the bones do dissolve. There's something about it, I guess. And there wouldn't have been any blood in it because she drained the blood out of that basin. And then she used that to make the tea cakes. cakes. Yes, okay, I forgot about that. Um, She really uses up all the pieces. She really just knows how to use her resources. God, okay. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. (laughs) Where Francesca and Faustina had Uh both been kind of um, loners. Right. Virginia had a sister-in-law. Oh, she did. Her name was Albertina. Mm-hmm. Albertina. How would you... Albertina. Sounds I like, like Albertina. Um, and she thought it was strange that Virginia had just suddenly vanished. She's so, not like my sister. And this tea cake I just had out of this bakery oh, was a little, a little weird. too sweet. A little too sweet. She starts asking around and learned that the last time anyone had seen Virginia, no. she was entering Leonardo's home. Oh. She's got some nosy neighbors. I know, but thank God. Yeah. Albert, well, whatever her name yeah. is, the sister-in-law went to the police and they opened an investigation that led to Leonardo's arrest. Oh. Fun fact. Uh-huh. Leonardo was Italy's first female serial killer. She's also known as the soap maker of Correggio. <laughs> That's terrifying. The word fun is just like purely subjective. <laughs> um, Leonardo initially denied all the police investigations. Oh, did she? Mm-hmm. She was like, no, I have no idea what you're talking about. Guys, These I'm just trying to... Would you like a tea cake? Yeah. Sit down and have a have a cake with me. <laughs> and some elixir. Yeah. Until police said they believed that Giuseppe might be involved. Uh-oh, Giuseppe. At that point, Leonardo's like... No, 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 that's no, no, my no. baby. Yeah, she confesses everything. Oh, my gosh. To take all the blame off her son. <gasps> oh. In 1946, Leonardo went to trial for the murder of Faustina Setti, Francesca Soavi, and Virginia... Mm-hmm. Chop. 
cop During her trial, she didn't show any remorse. What on earth? And she took the time to correct the prosecutor <gasps> when he got details wrong. Like, for instance, when he talked about the ladle that she used to skim the fat off uh-huh. of her kettles, he said it was copper. But Leonardo was like, no, no, no. I gave the copper ladle to my country, which was so badly in need of metal during the last days of the war. Like, don't you get that wrong? Right. I'm a good Italian citizen. Yeah. Okay? I gave that ladle to my country. To my country. I, I used, did use the copper ladle. I used the iron one. God, jeez. So Leonardo was found guilty and sentenced to 30 years in prison, plus three years in a criminal asylum. Oh. So once again, the palm reader was proven was correct. correct. Wow. So Leonardo Ciantiuli mm-hmm. died of a cerebral hemorrhage oh, wow. while in a women's criminal asylum in 1970, which oh, wow. doesn't no. seem that long ago. It was not that long ago. I think it's longer ago than we think. Yeah. <laughs> She was about 70 years old. Oh, wow. Now, Giuseppe did survive the war, for what it's worth. I doubt it had anything to do with the human sacrifices, but I'm just letting you know he did survive. Mm -hmm. He and Raphael, Leonardo's husband, actually ended up going to trial for assisting Leonardo in the murders. Giuseppe did confess to mailing some postcards and letters, as well as dumping body parts into the river. (gasps) Ooh. But he said he had no knowledge of the murders. Oh. And I'm like, what, what, what were these what, did from? Did you think those body parts just like magically appeared? What were these from? He and his father were acquitted. Oh. Wow. Several items from the case, including the pot in which the victims' bodies were boiled, you. are on display <gasps> what? at the Criminological Museum in Rome. Oh, I want to go to Rome. I don't want to go there. I don't either. Because oh. can you imagine what else they have there? Oh, oh my god! Or I can. That's the problem. Oh, yeah, like that's terrifying. I wanna, One. I'm gonna Google it. Last note. Oh, there's more. Remember how I gave you some of Leonardo's own words to yes. describe what she'd done? Yeah. Did you wonder where those came from? Oh gosh. <laughs> Did she leave diaries? Well. Leonardo wrote a book <gasps> while in prison. She did. It was a 700 oh page my god. memoir titled "An Embittered Soul's Confessions." <laughs> In which she detailed not only the murders, but also her entire life. (gasps) Obviously, I've searched everywhere to try to find this, Uh but it seems like the book was never actually published. Oh, she just. Which I'm like, oh, man. Because I was like, it's got to be out there somewhere. Yes. But it was never actually published. Okay, well. There's a song, apparently, that's called the same thing. I can't find it. It's the second verse. (laughs) Um, So, yeah. That's the story. What? Italy's first female serial killer, the soap maker of Correggio, Leonardo Cianciulli. Okay, well, watch your soap makers. I just. We've got a great soap soap maker that's a listener, and I love it. Oh, yeah. Beach Witch Witch Wars. But now I'm questioning. (laughs) Blink twice if you don't use people in your soap. Blink (laughs) twice. I keep thinking, like, the people who she gave those soaps to. Oh, my gosh. We're probably like, Thanks so much. I, I wonder if we go to the store today. If they hadn't used the soap yet and they hear about this and they're looking at like, oh, no. <gasps> yeah. Or if that tea cake is just sitting on the middle of the table. Or did it start to turn a weird color <gasps> after some time? Wouldn't you think? Oh, yeah. Oh. Uh, it's terrible. No, 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 no. It's so bad, you It's really bad. Okay, well, there like you go. I don't like it at all. There you go. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's it. That's it, guys. <laughs> Thanks, Megan. I am really glad you guys picked that one because isn't it the weirdest? Like, all there's so it's many absurd. things about it. 
Yeah. Yeah. And just what these poor women were just trying right. to get some help. And she's like, sure. I'll, I'll help you out. And like, they thought she was their friend. She oh was gosh. like, yeah, they were going back to like, thank her before they left town. She was popular and well-respected. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. That's guys. it this week. Okay. Yeah. We love you guys so much. Yeah. Goodbye. <laughs>